A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the NXT preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Deadly Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT 2.0, to work on collisions soon, won't they? <laughs> Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup that we complete with a very good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Havlin and Sidgwick to look ahead to NXT tonight. Any ideas for collision yet? Well, I didn't, like, to roll test the intro. Yeah. I haven't got, I haven't got anything. Collisions. Picturing you with, like, you know, when you found that car. <laughs> I, I didn't find it. I think <laughs> Joe found it in the office. <laughs> Joe found it in the office, and Adam Wilborn thought it would be a good idea to play it with it as if he was four. <laughs> and he went, uh, Wilborn, you want this car? And I went, oh, thanks. <laughs> two of them, and then a <laughs> collision. Yeah, they do it? that in the NXT yeah. thing. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> well, this preview is already going a lot better than last week's, which was, uh, ooh, oh boy, solo until stacks arrived was, I mean, that's a funny sentence, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, looking ahead to NXT tonight, we will find that's out. basically who... what I thought about the next WWE main roster star. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we are going to find out who is going to be the first talent challenger to pivot NXT Women's Champion, of course, with a battle royal tonight. This could go badly wrong. Yeah. ACL injuries out the ass. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people taking bumps over the top rope to the floor. It's chaos. There's no one to catch them out here. <laughs> <laughs> don't matter anyway. The bloodbath battle royal. Who's, um, In it. I feel badly out of the loop, even though I reviewed last week's episode with you. I think it's just anyone and everyone who fancies it. From looking at the clips they've put on there, you know, your, your Cora Jades, Thea Hale, my pick. Thea Hale. Oh, they, like, all of them, as an entire collective, chased throughout the ring last week, didn't they? Heels and baby faces. Yeah. Just together. Well, they do Wendy Chu, because to pay off the, the lore of their story. Yes. Because a bit like, much like Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, Wendy Chu only got to win the Lights Out match. Yes. So she's never able to, like, claw her way back up the rankings to get a title she shot. probably had about eight of the matches. Yeah. <laughs> the results of which you'll never remember in a million That's the years. one we remember because, of course, they use props related to beds like kendo sticks and tables. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Similar to the ones you'd find in a pub. You gallus. 
Oh, God. Um, yeah, so who's, who are you thinking, potentially? Roxanne Perez, obviously, is always in and around this sort of thing. But early for that one. I think they could do a PLE with that. What's going on with Roxanne Perez? Because she keeps... Like, she didn't really lose the title. and She keeps getting close to opportunities and not getting them. And that doesn't feel much like a push, doesn't feel much like anything. Do you think there was an initial expectation that she was going to be called up? And that's not happened, and now they don't really know what they're going to do with her. Mm. I just think it's... Aye, to Cedric's point, if you give her the shot now, she kind of has to lose. It's no good for Tiffany Stratton if she wins, even if the match is great. I just don't think it's very good for Roxanne Perez. Like, you still... I know that, like, everybody can see that she's light years above almost everybody on the show, and she's main roster ready. But you can still damage that character by loads and loads of defeats, especially when, like, there's so many, like, losers in this division at the moment that you can't really afford to just keep jobbing her out. I think, I say I would say Cora Jade, but the heel, heel thing's tricky. Fallon Henley, we, this, there's always a chance. That's Why a, not? Yeah, that's a good first big loser. Not like loser in a sense, she's just a loser, just somebody that needs to be defeated yeah, by... Just looking the, for the poster for the... No, wait a second, sorry. Get my ducks in a row here. For the uh, next coming, upcoming pay-per-view for NXT, the great American Bears. And God bless... United States. Roxanne Perez is on the post of that, and that's July 30th, so that's way too far away. The TV. Yeah, it feels like a a placeholder, like you say, before a major build to a show. Should Fallon Henley get the shot, I can think of somebody that would be pretty attracted to Tiffany Stratton en route. Unless Fallon Henley and Keanu James' feet both hit the floor at the same time. We just keep booking this until until they get back to it. it. Keanu James has not looked asked about this storyline in several weeks now. <laughs> We're the she's, only ones holding the candle. She's not this. really looked asked about like, buying a new business or anything. Mm. Not seen her doing any business lately. Yeah. What's going on there? This is why I keep thinking, could it be Thea Hale's night? There's all this shenanigans going on with Chase U. Duke Hudson's kind of taking his eye off the ball. Andre Chase, we don't know when he's going to come back. There's a lot riding on it. You could do Duke Hudson being inadvertently, or is it, responsible for Thea Hale losing, couldn't you? Like he's doing this. Is he still doing the thing where he's coming down to ringside and he's got so much bloody markings? Yes, I think so. I feel like it's been a yeah since <laughs> yeah. I watched NXT. Like he could be, you know, perfectly normal doing his marking at ringside and then inadvertently like goes to reach to pull the foot to try and cheat on thingies behalf Ooh. of the title match and instead it trips Thea Hill. Or goes, Thea, is this an A or an E? And she's leaning over to look at the paperwork and then whoop. Oh, well, th- there you go. Yeah. God, we're great at this, aren't we? I've missed this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Baron Corbin back in NXT now, of course. Lia Valkyria? Yes. She could just flutter Be- when she's about to get eliminated. Just fly back in there. And of course she... Could she not? She, she lost the, They lost the title match, the decider, but she went in with an injured wing, technically, with the, the semi-final attack from Cora Jail, post-match attack. So yeah, run it back. That could, that could, be, a, a, it could be a decision. Um, but we'll see how it all she plays. She technically lose a battle royal, though. Hmm. Because she's a bird. And she can just flutter. I like that... Is um, the streamer still kicking about? Oh, we haven't heard from her in quite some time. Yeah. And maybe it's because that Twitch deal's gone through now. Maybe she'll be back, so... Yeah, yeah, but she streams on normal stream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. WWE have, like, had to cancel a deal with normal stream because they're back in bed with Twitch. Yeah. So she's like, oh, Christ... I've signed up with a pretty big deal with normal stream. Yeah, that's probably like a lot goes into building an audience there. Yeah. That you should probably stream when you say you're going to stream. <laughs> and, it lasts, and it lasts longer than 20 seconds yeah, yeah. in the middle of a TV show. 
Like coming up with these weird excuses to not stream <laughs> every time you're about to stream. I love the inherent logic flaw by last week revealing just because they wanted to do it, basically. Um, you know, I'll use, I'll share Vic Joseph's enthusiasm. It's Blair Davenport. Um, revealing that on the same she week. She's a mystery attacker. Oh, no, no. On the same week that you want to do a battle royal where, like, Blair Davenport's been running roughshod over this division and potentially trying to blame everybody else for the crimes that, well, Indy Hartwell was committing. <laughs> but now, like, because the debut's, like, lined up at the same time, she's not in the Battle Royal and nobody in the Battle no. Royal cares. She's it's in like, a match with Danny Palmer. She's in a squash match with Danny Palmer. What, and then, like, when she wins, it's like, oh, no, what, like, devastating threat will she cause next? Another singles match. Yeah. <laughs> They've, like, it's lost its arse, this thing, man. <laughs> Uh, but let's talk. Let's talk Baron Corbin because I do really like the the reintroduction of him to NXT as a threat to Carmelo Hayes' title it's reign. Terrible. It's not. I like it. Well, I like Baron Corbin. Yeah, but you liking it doesn't make it not terrible. Oh, mm. I mean, I mean you're asking the big questions there. They've got no other ideas. Not about Baron for Corbin, him. just in a general sense. Mm. <laughs> They've got no other ideas for him. He hasn't been taken seriously in years. The opposite, in fact, is true. They've got no main roster prob- uh, plans for him. They decided to break up the JBL Baron Corbin act by having JBL, who's not going to be around, basically bury him in such a scathing way that even I felt sorry for Baron Corbin. And by virtue of working for what culture, a dirt sheet, he would probably think I'm a complete knob. And I still felt sorry for him. And remember when CM Punk always had the grievance of. I'm I'm going to be around. The person you're asking me to job for is not. Take that logic and apply it to the dumbest extreme possible, and that is putting JBL over in that separation. Like any competent booker, if they gave a toss about Baron Corbin, would have had Baron Corbin off screen because JBL's like, he's not medically cleared to participate in an ankle. Would have said, right, off screen, JBL's been attacked by Baron Corbin, who said, are you doing nothing for my career? So I'm going to chin you with the soft explanation being, yeah, the the on-screen partnership didn't work or didn't get over. They evidently don't even care enough about Baron Corbin to give him that dignity. And then he goes away for ages and does nothing. And then he has one attack of Carmelo Hayes, and I'm expected to think it's good. It's hopeless. It's funny you should say about not caring about people on the main roster because there was kind of the tease on SmackDown that we might be getting the NXT return of Cameron Grimes yeah. like two weeks after he's debuted on the main roster. They have folded in. So, like, Cameron Grimes squashes Baron Corbin yeah. in SmackDown with a cave-in, and obviously Baron Corbin attacks him and is pissed off and all that, and there's a little an introductory program for Cameron Grimes and nothing more. And then Baron Corbin comes to NXT, and they sort of acknowledge that on SmackDown with this view that, like Cameron Grimes still saying, what are, you, what are you doing down there? That's that's not on. It's like, are you going to chase him there to fix it? Because he just left, and it's really terrible if you go back already. Uh, Corbin, he's not existing outside of, like, Cameron Grimes' purview by going down to NXT. He's not, like, they're not sort of suggesting these are two separate things. Yeah, I assumed they were, they'd sent him to NXT because they'd come to the end of this, this heel run for Baron Corbin, and... <laughs> Due to the severe lack of attention that uh, NXT gets, which it should, obviously, but it doesn't, um, I thought they were going to put him down in NXT, have him do a short run, Dolph Ziggler-esque of just like 
Oh, you got this wise old head coming in and, and threatening the, ti- the the champion's title reign, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, he eventually loses to Carmelo, whether that be in a month or three months or whatever they decide. And then you can bring him back up to the main roster because he's not been in the in, in in front of the main roster crowd. And you can hopefully finally do the babyface turn that we thought was going to happen, like you say, once the JBL thing had gone out the window. But now, yeah. Cameron Grimes has been saying, if he ever comes back around here, I'll, I'll bloody deal with him sort of thing. So I have no idea what's going That's on. That's weird. I'll tell you what else doesn't work about this. It's like, you can maybe, and like, uh, USA Network era NXT launch 2019. Corbin comes back. He'd be a decent heel of, I hated this the first time. I'm going to nip it in the bud and dominate the show and kill all your indie darlings. Baron Corbin's gimmick in like 2016, 15 NXT wasn't, you know what I always hate about NXT? It's these horny, devil-worshipping, <laughs> manual workers and university deans. That's what I hate about Sick of bird people. Yeah, well, it doesn't even make sense for that. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It's terrible. It's going to end up in a terrible match. Because Sige mentioned the punk here. And you talked about a three-month storyline. I was reminded of that story he tells on, I think it's on his Best in the World DVD. Might be for the Jeff Hardy feud, but it's one of his major programs anyway. And they've got just nothing kicking around for him. So he's, he's CM Punk about it, basically. And he just turns up at Vince's office at TV. I think it was the Straight Edge site, actually. It was, it was. For t- with 12 weeks of TV written. And because it was on SmackDown, and Vince was like, Raw's the only thing that matters. I've got guest hosts over there, Phil. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like, go on then, do your, do your stupid little 12 weeks of TV thing on... And it was a strange sight. He got massively over, Punk's a genius. I love the idea of you saying, like, the, the three-month Baron Corbin mellow feud. Can you imagine, like, right, week one, I'm back to take your NXT title 11 weeks <laughs> later. Like, replays of the opening week promo. And now we're finally here at the title match. <laughs> it's not, like, two weeks in this, let alone 12. No. What does he do tonight? Does Corbin, like, is he smarter than NXT now? Because he's so experienced on the main roster, ignoring the fact that he's a massive loser at the moment. Like, he's had a lot of experience. He's been to WrestleMania. He's been to the dance, all that sort of stuff. Is he, does it turn out that he's actually a massive NXT fan and he knows the lay of the land? And does he start getting further into uh, Trick's head that you're the big deal here? You're the reason why he's got the belt. He isn't him. Like, I'm him, but if it's not me, it's definitely you, all that kind of thing. But then he attacks him anyway. So Mello is seen to be trying to defend Trick Williams and, like, look out for him. He's not got his he's not got his big mate with him. He's going to have to beat Baron Corbin by himself, all of that kind of stuff, for, okay. the, for the actual singles match himself. But in the meantime, does Corbin say, like, the only reason you're where you are is because, like, because of big guys like me and big guys like him. And then just drops that in. Okay. And like just some sort of build because that's the interesting thing about this Carmelo Hayes title run. Realistically, that's the thing that's keeping any, well, keeping anybody, keeping me interested in this title run. The matches are fine. Carmelo Hayes is neither being overexposed nor being particularly well promoted as champion. It's neither one thing nor another at the moment. But the Trick Williams dynamic is legitimately interesting. And every challenger should be picking at that. Yes. Is um, Baron Corbin still rich in kayfabe? He had a rich mate in JBL, and the mate left him. Because I was just—I'm trying to work out a way to NXT. That's a good storyline. It's just not—it's not, get, not getting the NXT vibes from it. So I'm thinking he either buys the hairdressers that they hang out at, the barbers, 
or bribes him and he shaves both of them bald. Like him. Like him. He could facilitate... Come here to make everyone bald. <laughs> could facilitate Keanu James biting the barbers. <gasps> Business partners. Yes! Business partners. My understanding is that he lost all his money. And then he made it back, didn't learn a lesson, and was a worse arsehole as a result. Then he lost a program to Mad Cat Mars. He was just <laughs> even keel financially. So he spunk all of his money. And, he, and he's just a regular working class baron again. <laughs> and he's like on six figures in WWE anyway. Yeah. So, oh, shit. Tweets constantly about like having the most succulent cuts of the finest meat. Yeah. And nice cigars and nice cars Ooh, and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, butcher. That can be his new gimmick. Yep. Have you, have you seen the new lawyer, by the way, doing the rounds in uh, NXT? Vaguely. It's going to be the salvation of Tony D, but we'll talk him a little bit, little bit later on because we've got another uh, person who's come down from the main roster to talk about, and that is Mustafa Ali. He takes on Joe Gacy tonight. <laughs> How do you see this one going? It'd be all right. Uh, like, it'll be, it'll be fine. The fans are hotter in the performance center than they are in Hartford, Connecticut. <laughs> so this will be... Better than if it was on Monday Night Raw, where it'd be weird. Um, Gacy has still got this gimmick, but has evidently been trying to wrestle his way out of it. I think that's been happening over the last few months. I don't know if it was when Ava Rain, Ava, Ava, she's, you know, I've got to say her name. She's the Rock's daughter. Yeah, joined up with him, <laughs> like, and he sort of thought this might be a spotlight. It's not proven to be the case, but he thought this might be a way out of this. I might not need flesh eating zombies soon. I might not need it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this will be. Like, Mustafa Ali will be like, right, what, what do you want to do? Like, let, let's show him. Let's show him, Joe. And it'll be one of them matches, and it'll be a bit grabby and a bit flippy. and oh, A bit, like, tropey. Yeah. And the fans... They fight the, for every... The paid audience will go nuts for it. Like, the, the people in chase you jumpers can't get enough. Yeah. Uh, and Mustafa Ali wins. Yeah, I think Mustafa Ali has to win. Um and then he, 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 I don't, couldn't work out whether he was targeting Wesley or just so happened to turn up because they're setting up another Wesley Tyler Beat thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, that's one of them Twitter-goated matches, isn't it? Ali versus Wesley for the belt, where Wesley wins. That's got, like, Twitter going absolutely f***ing ape <laughs> for the same flips you see all the time. One of them. It's a generational match. <laughs> Loki go to generational cooking. <laughs> I don't think you were there when I mentioned that tweet. I think this might have been the SmackDown review. Somebody had done a tweet, and I think that's got to be a piss table. It's a really Was good this one. This is the Danielson one. 2013, 20, proper like we don't talk about 2013, 2015 enough. And there was like the first picture was like Seth Rollins at WrestleMania cashing in. I'm like, go on. And then the next picture is like Randy Orton shaking hands with the authority. And there's like one with like the big show in or something like that. Like, and you're thinking, that's a really good, like, parody of these type of tweets. But naturally, one of the first replies was like, yeah, one of the last times they were legit cooking him up. <laughs> I did see someone tweet, uh, Danielson's been low-key cooking this year, but not enough people are talking about it because he hasn't been working that many matches. And it's like, this highly acclaimed Roosh match is one of the four. Yeah. The MGF, Anarchy in the Arena. Run a gauntlet for that build. <laughs> Look, he cooking. <laughs> I, I hate it so much. The worst thing, like that, is the worst kind of engagement bait, and we it's become a bit on this podcast. Literally everyone on Twitter now is wrestle cringe. Yeah, 
this take is so bad. Hey, get a load of the reason why I don't think this is a good take. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's an absolute moron. An absolute moron that probably shouldn't be allowed to be on Twitter because they're 11 sticking up for the Fed that they like. And you're saying, how stupid is this idiot? How clever am I? It was, uh, I'll, I'll name them because they're just complete losers, aren't they? But it was like a job a nation. Yeah. One of these, like, the very, very, very pro WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's garbage, isn't it? But, like, it's quite funny as a result. Like, somebody was like, oh, it's been such a great day on the timeline um, with this, um, like, potential Danison Okada and Osprey Omega thing. Like, it's just, I'm dreading. Uh, Job and H, there was another one of those very famous. WWE Gareth. I oh, one of them. Dreading them waking up, and I was like, I can't wait for them to wake up. <laughs> like, Job and going to say it's rubbish. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Like, Job and going to say Danison Okada's rubbish, and he did. It was like, I don't feel anything for this. <laughs> That's great. flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's united healthcare insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company united healthcare insurance plans offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for medical vision dental and more one of these plans may be right for you if you're say between jobs coming off your parents plan turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. One thing that might uh, be related to this Joe Gacy thing, I feel Domination's like... Domination's good. <laughs> <laughs> we, up until this point, don't talk enough about Domination. But one of the things I looked at with this stacked NXT card is... <laughs> Hang on, where's the button? And I mean... <laughs> Folks, where's the lie? Is the fact that I agree Joe Gacy's losing to Mustafa Ali, but the rest of is in action. I'm talking about 
<laughs> and Ava, she hasn't got a surname, she's the Rock's daughter. <laughs> are taking on Diamond Mind, Creed Brothers and Ivy Nile. So could it be a case of gay... Is the first match or a second match? Who, Ava's? I don't know. I'll look, I'll look into it whilst you, you two talk about it. Could it be a case of they keep they win when bloody Gacy's not around? Yeah. Yes, and it goes in line with the shoot thing we think is happening, which is like Shawn Michaels is trying to convince them to stay by pushing them. Imagine that in the gimmicks they like rather than the ones they don't. I like, I hear the diamond mine now and it makes me feel really sad. Roderick Strong has left the whole ass company and has had like a match of the year candidate on the year you say. Creeds cannot get called up. Ivy now can't get enough opponents to help develop her. Just what, uh, like, Stokely's an authority figure for another different brand. <laughs> After he's gone through four different character changes in AEW. Jesus Christ. The diamond mine. It's not mine, it's yours. I'm sick of it. But the Creeds are class. Ivy Nile's like the star potential in Ivy Nile, I think. But she's not going to see it through in the WWE system. And it's just the stable is dead. No, not even dead. It's dead. Dead. Yeah. It would be her third match. She'd worked the kickoff, obviously, for Stand and Deliver, and she's worked a, a live show in uh, on the Largo Loop, basically. Jesus Christ! I'm honestly fascinated to see what, if anything, she can do at this point. Like, I know she's been really unfortunate. So with was injuries. a rock because he wasn't watching Stand and Deliver. No, he wasn't. No. <laughs> Like, I know she's had some really bad luck with injuries, the likes of which are really hard to be the same um, as you were, and she wasn't anything. Can she go? It'll be, if this is an advertised match with Ava, Mm -hmm. no surname, it's Rock's daughter, (laughs) and they give her nothing to do or next to nothing to do, it's pretty evident that they either... Do not trust her to do a damn thing. Or she's physically incapable of doing anything, which would be such a shame. It's such a young athlete. Um, but she does nothing. Like, she's not even doing house shows. What does that tell you? Mm. Can she literally do nothing in terms of talent or physicality or both? Or like, what's going on? It's a very strange story. It, it just doesn't, nothing about it checks out. Like, we know for a fact, like, Shawn Michaels was so kind to her father and grandparents, so it's weird that he would be so cruel to her by not booking her in more prominent positions and helping her get to the level she needs to be at to be on television. Like, maybe they don't want to embarrass Dwayne if she's terrible. I'm trying to just, you know, be realistic here. If she's absolutely terrible, so much so that they're frightened to even get her in Largo in case there's fan cam footage and, oh, The Rock's daughter is terrible and it goes viral because... That's the awful. Plenty way. of people are chucked out on TV too soon, so yeah, like they've they've not protected plenty of others by just sending them out there to be yeah harassed on Twitter for just not being ready. So that's I feel that like, again up. I feel bad. Like this woman has had like, a horrendous luck with injuries, um, and a I was going to say short nothing career so far, but there's a story there, and maybe it's a case, and I'm just fascinated to see what it looks like if it looks like anything, if she does out. So it's the opposite of fiction. Yeah, It's the opposite of fiction, this match for me, but I'm, I want to see it. I like the idea of the schism getting a win when Joe Gacy's not there, though. It's yeah, quite well, good if we haven't got this bollocks to do. It wouldn't be the first time either, would it? 
Exactly. Like lately, they've not really needed him, or he's had an adverse effect rather than a positive one. Um, let's talk about the star of Double or Nothing weekend. I'm talking, of course, of Ilya Dragunov. Who saw that one coming? He returns tonight. The hero's return. Match of the weekend for me. I've yet to catch up on it. Oh. I knew the result, so perhaps that coloured my enjoyment of it. I couldn't get through it without cringing. It's so them. I think I preferred the uh, series of very sexy segments that built the match more than the match itself. The bit when was it Dijak forced Dragonov to look at like he rubbed the kendo stick across Dragonov's bleeding throat and then forced him to look at the blood dripping off the stick. I was like, you two are hot. <laughs> I'm so into this. Then they carried on fighting instead of kissing. Like switch off. I don't know what's next for what's well, next for Dragonov, but just go to the main roster. Yeah. Is there anyone in NXT? <laughs> this should be yes, loads because it's a wrestling show. Is there anyone in NXT whose thing is inflicting pain? Is there anyone left since JD McDonough went up to Raw? Because that's his whole thing, isn't it? Dijak likes inflicting pain. Done him. Tick. JD McDonough gone. Is there any wrestlers that like causing physical harm to their opponents? Um, Dabakato. 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 There we go. We'll fix that quick. That's a good we? bit of matchmaking. That you've got yeah. someone who's not very good, and someone who's never going to get any good because look at how long he's been in the system. It's time for these are hard hitting home truths <laughs> with Michael Sidgwick. <laughs> okay, he's not good. He's been in the system forever. Mm. Do you do out with him? Can you do out with him? Yes. He's an idiot called Ilya Dragunov who will bump like a moron with no regard for his well-being for his art. Well, does Dabakato look like a monster? Yeah. There's no point because not everyone's Dragunov and Dabakato goes to Raw and rolls on. It always rolls on. And it's Dabakato versus someone and there's knee noise and there's knee action and it's terrible. But if you want to get something out of them, Dragonoff versus Davocato, what am I doing with my life? Ron Breaker's not left NXT. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, could this be the last thing he does? Could puts be. over Ilya Dragonoff. Like, he just... Like, Ilya Dragonoff comes out tonight, he's still bandaged up from the Dijak fight. Just absolutely knackered. Him taking a spear. Like, be... one crutch the whole deal. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Another, another, oh, snap me in half. <laughs> Breaker's like all confused. I mean, I'll do it, Baron. What's going on? Be weird about it. Uh, also advertised for tonight. NX. Again. I do it again. I very much liked it. <laughs> Just got like a stomach that looks like Brian Donaldson's chest after a chop bile. Ma! <laughs> also advertised for tonight's NXT. Pain is inevitable. <laughs> Suffering is an option. I choose to suffer, Bron. Do it again. Seven spears. <laughs> it's on the stretcher. Stand the stretcher up. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Can I have that? <laughs> Dreamer loved that, didn't he? Thank you, sir. May I have another? Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> Am I over yet? <laughs> Am I hardcore? I'll f*** 
two girls, <laughs> 10 kendo stick shots. I'll go through eight tables stacked on top of each other. Am I, am I over yet? Am I cool? Is this cool? Is this cool? Is this ponytail cool? <laughs> These suspenders cool? <laughs> no, Tommy. <laughs> Your name's Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> Dragging off. And next f***ing team. <laughs> this f***ing business. <laughs> Oh, God. Are <laughs> <laughs> you a dreamer? <laughs> oh, God. Who would you rather be stuck in a room with? Oh, Who would you God. rather be stuck in a lift with? Tommy Dreamer or the Dragonov? Dreamer, probably. Probably Dreamer. I don't know. Like, the lift would stop. And Dragonov would be like, this is my favorite thing that can happen in lifts. <laughs> Wait, suffocate. Close the airlock. You know, there was another thing that was quite uh, small and enclosed. <laughs> little bingo wall <laughs> in Philly. <laughs> and we made that place. We changed the game with that place. This uh, lift reminds me of that. I swear to God, Paul, he told me after the show, Berlin Eagle <coughs> goes six more seconds, and they pull us off the goddamn air. And Terry Funk knew. Terry Funk knew we had a hard out. Ten seconds remaining. The Funker got us off the air. That's what Paul told me. Thank God smiled on us all that day. I think I did. I told Paul, I don't want to work. I want to commentate the main event. I want to view this from the Eagle's Nest. I want to be one of the people, Paul, because that's what I was before. He broke me in this goddamn business. I want to learn, Paul. <laughs> Thomas, it's been four years, and you're not getting any f***ing better. <laughs> Thomas. Closest that you'll get to New York City is that stupid fucking belt they made you wear, Thomas. Paz <laughs> was constantly designing merch for me. I said, I don't want the merch. I want to wear EC, F, and W on my chest. And Paul, <laughs> and Paul said, Good, because nobody would buy them anyway, Tommy. WCW never called. They knew I just wanted to stay here. That's the only reason. I was kind of Philly's Undertaker in that sense. He had Hack, he had Raven, he took Jericho, they took uh, everyone else. They knew I was loyal. <coughs> they knew I was too loyal to go. What's next on our next? <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Thorpe versus Damon Kemp. This should be fun. Yeah, Eddie Thorpe I like. Damon Kemp is... I've said this before. I Do I enjoy him as a heel? Or is he just so irritating? <laughs> yeah. In his essence, yeah, that ah, uh, just someone beat him up. So I'm, I'm always in the camp matches. Never remember them. Never anticipate them. Just when it's when I'm watching them, I'm like, eh, I'd beat him up. Aye, <laughs> uh, not much to add. Eddie Thorpe's good though. Yeah, Eddie Thorpe's great. <laughs> um, a bit of a sensitive subject finally here because they've teased. We've proven we can deal with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've teased. A man with a great deal of heart. Von Wagner <sighs> could be going to a therapist, which we should mention is great, a great thing to do. I've done a CBT therapy. Same. But Very valuable service therapy. 
in WWE's hands, and I'm staring at my hands as I say this. You're on the right podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. I mean, it'll be, Von Wagner's always very, very entertaining, the words of Phil, you're dragging off. But I don't know whether they're going to handle this the right way. Well, he, to be fair, at the moment, they've been quite balanced with it because he straight away, oh, you want me to waste my money? <laughs> but Robert Stone was like, no, it's good. Yeah. So they've got, Ba- like Robert Stone's a babyface at this point because he's trying to help Von Wagner, and the babyface is saying therapy is a good thing. Yeah. Von Wagner, the slightly more naive babyface, isn't so sure. They've not. Tough guy skeptic. Yeah, they've not healed on therapy, so that Yet. would bode well. But then Dr. Shelby turns up, and then Robert Stone's tinkered with the uh, Rorschach test, and it's like, okay, Von, and what's this? It's the goddamn picture with my head carved open again. Mm. There's Robert Stone in here, and. Yeah. yeah. It's ink. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. Beat, did we predict yeah, did it? We did. we did the raw shock test. Yeah, we predi- we've ink. done that bit, so we must have predicted this. Uh, <laughs> it's ink. It's ink, doctor. Bon, I, I wanted you to try uh, active listening. I am always actively listening, unless I plug something in my ears, and then I cannot hear. La 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 la. Newton's cradle, but that's a set of balls. Tiny balls. Like my friend Mike the Miz after wrestling. <laughs> Mike the Miz, Mizanin. <laughs> my colleague has Newton's cradle. So, uh, be intrigued to see what happens with him tonight. Could they do what's like generic therapy copy in lazy television? Daddy issues. Laying on a couch. Laying on laying a big on a, couch. Laying on a couch, looking up, talking about his daddy issues because the Beverly Brothers were at Wembley Stadium. You're still, you're still banging this drum, aren't you? you well, hope. he's lived with the pressure of never being able to live up to getting to Wembley. Unless, like, AEW call, fingers crossed. <laughs> Get him signed in time. Imagine Von Wagner is all elite. What a graphic drop. Be amazing. <laughs> it would be. It'd be absolutely amazing. I am not all elite. I am all human. <laughs> <laughs> I am signed to all elite wrestling. Is that what you mean? Von Wagner versus Kenny Omega. It'll be good. It would be absolutely good. One winged angel, it will fly in circles. <laughs> Young Bucks, have you seen your hairlines? <laughs> the American dragon, well, you are half right. Dragons are not real. Tony, my match was not great. I hope Was it a great night for us? Because the (laughs) gate was down from last year (laughs) Nobody Not a single f***ing soul Has rampaged anywhere So far in this very long taping So uh, Championship fight night What the f*** is the Regina <laughs> the Wave Championship. <laughs> Battle of the Belts. Why not use wrestlers? <laughs> <laughs> the only person still entertained by the name Fighter Fest. That is based on a failed <laughs> festival <laughs> involving Ja Rule. I remember that documentary. I remember the bit. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) 
We have to talk about uh, Tony Dean. Boom, let's go ignite. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> Please tell me what Wednesday night means. You do not seem to finish that <laughs> sentence. I don't know. It's the it's hump day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's Wednesday night. You know what that means. Two days until the weekend, according to my calendar. (laughs) (sighs) Finally, we've got to talk Tony D. He's in a jam. He's been arrested. He's been charged with, I think, murder. And Stax is, well, he doesn't know what to do. He got his ass handed to him by Joe Coffey last week. Yeah, it went over 10 minutes that much, didn't it? Gallus are denying any involvement in Tony getting, like, shopping Tony at the police. Mm. Someone snitched. Stax continues to assume it to be Gallus, unless... Please don't let it be him. Unless he's hiding something, which we always have to bring up before he arrives, because I wouldn't want to, you know, say that to his face. But it's I'm not seeing any other suspects kicking around. Because typically in NXT, they'd very forcibly put themselves on camera. Hmm. I think I, I want them to. I want this to be building something big. Like they get the what's his name, Luca Crucifino. <laughs> Stax has to employ his services to. I hope. I love how like you know there's a lawyer kicking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are the chances? What are the chances of that? Hey, my, hey guys, what are the chances? Good impression. That's <laughs> better than yours. Yeah, way better. So maybe he gets him to to, or maybe he has to bust him out of jail. How They're on the, on the run whilst winning the tag team titles, obviously. Tony D on the lamb, and he, like, turns up, and his gear's all ragged. I see stuff. no sheep around here, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> You're riding a car, not a farmyard animal. <laughs> uh, if he busts out of prison, that's it's a bit like this, like, oh, you've been, you've been arrested for murder. <laughs> Which we saw you do. Yeah. <laughs> so you sort of attempted murder. They're, they're yeah. wrestling on. Yeah. If he breaks out of prison, it's like, you broke out of prison. That's on telly. They're going to catch you. <laughs> When's this get back to wrestling and Shut up. Shut <laughs> like, up. Shut prison. up, you pubes. Horace <laughs> Hogan, deep cut. <laughs> I want Gallus to be the ones that grasped him up. Yeah. Has anyone said those three words before Shawn Michaels and Triple H? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want Gallus. Joe Coffey on Twitter before they brought him back, probably. Like, yeah, I want them to be the ones that grasped him up because I feel like that is a character trait they would have. I don't want it to have been Stacks looking to get rid of Tony D once and for all. So maybe, or maybe he has to, so maybe tonight isn't Stacks busting him out, but trying to get some, trying to get the information. I want to find the report of, and maybe you've got the, it's like name redacted, but like, Okay, Tony did some murdering. And he's like, well, wait a second. Who else talks like that in NXT? And he has to work it out and employ the services. Ilya Dragunov, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) You've got, like, stacks in there. It's always sunny Charlie Day thing with all the red lights. (laughs) And it just keeps coming back to him. (laughs) Not again. (laughs) Ah, damn it. Well, that's uh, NXT to look forward to tonight. Yes, thank God you're back. Oh, I was like, this prick last week. Oh, sorry, Stax, I'll move out of your way. Thanks, Willie. 
How's it going, Sid? Like day no see. Yeah, yeah, I've been in Las Vegas covering oh, AEW Double don't or Nothing. Say nothing. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas unless you catch a sexually transmitted disease. I did not <laughs> no. catch an STD. Yo. So, not sure you've been keeping up today, but uh, it's uh, the Worldwide Developers uh, Conference where they're making big announcements about Apple. What's the deal with Apple, Sid? <laughs> Apple is a fruit or a company? We had a both jokes apply to both here because uh, jokes about Apple products kind of kick you suck ass. You're hanging so. out with Von Wagner a bit too much, stacks. Apple is a fruit, as a nutritious but deceptively sugary treat. Um, like virtually everything, it's healthy for you in uh, short doses. Important to get some of your five a day. Do you get your five a day, stacks? Always. Usually do it in a smoothie. Uh, Apple, the uh, software company and hardware company uh, founded by Steve Jobs, um, post-death, thrives. I don't know if there's a correlation there. I don't know enough about it. But the general deal with Apple is that it is an absolutely gigantic company. And uh, MacBooks are better than Windows, in my opinion. Yeah, same. Quick question, actually. Uh, If you see an Apple store getting robbed, does that make you an eyewitness? (laughs) <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So three, three questions, three jokes, three jokes for you. What is the worst part of an apple addiction? Huh? Um, it's hardcore. Oh, I was thinking core. That's good. Oh, uh, worst part. Pip. Addiction would be like rock bottom, wouldn't it? That's the worst part of an addiction. Yeah. That's pretty hardcore. It's good. Not right. What is the worst part of an Apple addiction? You can't see a goddamn doctor about it. (laughs) (laughs) Second joke, second question. Second joke for you. That's one of your best ever jokes ever. When you keep it clean, Stacks. Just nail it. I go ham for it. How do you make an apple turnover? Put it on the to the side. Yeah. Put it on its side. Put it on the other side. <laughs> Close. Push it down a hill. That's how you make an apple turnover. What if it just lands on the normal side? Yeah. You can't really guess that. Be a good game to play. I uh, bumped into Finn Balor earlier, by the way. Just a little tangent here. And uh, I asked him, uh, you ever thought about uh, being a farmer? He said, uh, maybe. <laughs> he said, uh, what's the deal with cows? And he explained cows to me. And I said, uh, what about you actually milk a cow? And he told me, on the other side. I did the voice to make me pop. I love how, like, you know nothing, Starks. Everything has to be explained exactly, to you. Exactly, yeah. 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 You're doing that bit with Judgment Daisy in the room. Look at that. Finally, Sidge, final question, final joke for you. <laughs> if A is for apples and B is for banana, what is C for? An explosive. Plastic explosives, you dumb motherfucker. See you later, Jackie. (laughs) 
Buy stacks. Oh, his face lit up when he came really in. Really happy to see us. The polar opposite of last week when he walked <laughs> in, it was just me in a room with a microphone. But, uh, <laughs> less tiring it felt like this week because I should yeah. just take a seat, yeah. just, like, take That's a step it. back, and obviously just let him do his thing. So that was the NXT preview. Let us know your thoughts ahead of tonight on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, watch the can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at... Michael Hamflet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. Uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, the Raw Review is available right now. And of course, we will be back tomorrow to review... NXT. But for now, this has been the NXT preview. My thanks to the Dadly Boys, to Judgment Daisy, to Nelly, to Stax. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Una Chaplin, and I'm the host of a new podcast called Hollywood Exiles. It tells the story of how my grandfather, Charlie Chaplin, and many others were caught up in a campaign to root out communism in Hollywood. It's a story of glamour and scandal and political intrigue and a battle for the soul of a nation. Hollywood Exiles from CBC Podcasts and the BBC World Service. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.